What's up, everybody? It's your host, Rob Morris. You listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode 30. Uh, we're going to start off the show with um, Celtic Talk. Um, we're recording this on a Martin Luther King Day, January 20th, 2020. But like I said, it's, like, it's a big day for basketball. Usually the NBA um, has a series of games throughout the day. Um, I wasn't able to watch the games because I was at, had work today. But I was able to get back around at a reasonable time, like around 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, went to work out for half an hour. And here I'm at home, you know, paired a little bit before I record it. And now I'm recording this. Watching I'm right now I'm uh I'm watching the Memphis and uh New Orleans Pelicans game. The Celtics and Lakers play the next game, which is pretty much the second to last game. I think they have a, another game after that. So they I mean they've had I mean, NBA has done a great job of really, you know, giving Martin Luther King his praise, you know, obviously celebrating his life and whatever. So, yeah, so, I mean, Martin Luther King, um, like I said, I mean, I think it's it's a great holiday for the NBA to kind of celebrate and give the praise to him because, you know, obviously he's African-American and obviously predominantly, you know, you know, NBA basketball, um, all the athletes in that sport are predominantly African-Americans. So obviously he's paved the way for, you know, guys, you know, like me or whatever to do what we do today and all the freedoms that we have today to, to, um, like I said, to, to, you know, to enjoy this, you know, game of basketball and and for those athletes that play the game, you know, they got to thank, you know, Dr. King for, you know, paving the way for all the freedoms that we have to do what we do today. So it's a great day. I mean, I wish I didn't have to work today, but it's, you know, it's fine. I made some money. So that's all in dandy and whatnot. So it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm get to enjoy the Celtics tonight. Hopefully they can get their act together. Um, I want to lead the, lead this show off with a huge, uh, 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 con- something like I've, I've been listening to uh, local sports radio the past week, and it's definitely an interesting question that really needs to be addressed. Um, I would say like this: I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try to like uh, try to like uh, put it in my own words. Like, do the Celtics? Realistically, in a realistic sense, do the Celtics get enough criticism locally? And this is what's driving me to even 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 have a podcast, you know, driven towards and focusing on basketball because I feel like the Celtics, um, they don't really get a lot of local criticism. Usually, the sport, I mean, particularly when it comes down to local, I mean, you know, you know, local sports radio. You got two radio stations in Boston. If anyone's not familiar, um, you have uh, probably the biggest one is 98.5 The Sports Hub. Shout out to them. 
Um, that's one of the uh, local sports stations in Boston. And then you have the other one, which is WEI 93.7. Both of these sports, you know, they focus on what, you know, generally the what the audience is, is most interested in. So the main focus, you know, is obviously the Patriots. Patriots are number one. They're the main focus. They won six Super Bowls in almost two decades. I mean, without a doubt, that should, you know, I'm not going to argue that. That's definitely the main focus. But then you have probably second would be like the uh, the Red Sox. They're probably talked about, especially when it does start. It's definitely without a doubt the most talked about around here. And, you know, both stations, you know, obviously WEI um, airs the games on radio. Um, 98.5, you know, they have shows that generally the public likes to talk about that. That seems like the most popular thing to talk about is the Boston Red Sox. So I would say that's number two. Number three, surprisingly, you know, obviously in, in, in a country, like if I had to say that country-wise or like, in, you know, nationwide, it's not really a popular sport nationwide, but in Matt. But in Massachusetts, uh, where I live, it's it's very popular, and it does get talked about a lot. And you know, because it's cold weather state, um, which I feel like that um, this sport definitely, which obviously you guys are probably probably seeing where I'm going with. I would say the number three sport that's talked about on local sports radio is uh, hockey. So there you go. Like that's three sports that are all over the basketball which would be probably fourth most talked about is you know the Boston Celtics so because those three sports get talked about more so than you know the Boston Celtics are dead last if not obviously if you're a soccer fan the New England Revolution would be dead last they really don't get talked about at all but Sometimes they have, you know, interviews here and there with the coach or whatnot, but it's not really a big focus on any of the sports shows or any of the talk shows. So this is why podcasts like me can survive or really have a niche because sometimes basketball just doesn't get talked about or nearly is the main focus, particularly in this area. So... That's what really motivated me to do this podcast because I wanted to really stand out as someone that is focusing mainly on basketball and trying to drive basketball into this area or mainly the New England area, which I, you know, that's what I focus on. I focus on the whole New England region. So to keep it short, I I don't want to go on and, you know, talk too much because like I said, I want to get ready to, to, Watch this big game tonight with the Lakers and Celtics. But that, I would say that's a big argument and the big conversation that I want to really get this thing started with. It's like, are the Celtics criticizing that? But I don't think they are. Like, if you, I mean, occasionally, like I said, you might hear a segment or two, but it's not really the main focus on any of these shows. So I feel like this month for the Celtics has been pretty disappointing. It, you know, I just feel like 
Um, I don't know how the fan base. I, I, I'm like I said. I, I, I'm pretty much all over the place. Like I'm reading this article. I'm reading that article. This is why I create content about this because I'm so, um, I'm so, um, ingrained in the information that I get on a daily basis, whether it's I'm listening to the talk shows while I'm at work or whatever, or um, if I'm have. Not at work, but just, you know what I mean? Just like, you know, all my downtime or whatnot, my breaks or whatever, I'm listening. But I, but I, let's keep it real. I do drive, so as I, that's what I do, you know, for work and stuff. So I do have the downtime to listen to that while I'm driving. So I do listen to the radio shows while I'm driving. And like I said, I just noticed that's not the main focus. And I just, I, I feel like when, that team is not the main focus. It's tough to really criticize them. So, especially if they're not playing, you know, quality basketball at the, at this moment, I, I get it. This, you know, this part of the, this part of the season is like the, you know, the, the toughest part of the season. It's going on to about 40 to almost 50 games on the year. You pretty much got almost two by the, by all-star break. You have pretty much two thirds of the season done. By then, you'll probably have about 50 or so games, 50 plus games done by All-Star break. So this is by far the toughest part of the schedule for most teams, but no excuses. I feel like um, they should be ridiculed a bit. I feel like Brad Stevens should should get a little criticism at times because I feel like, you know, I've noticed some of the post-game interviews that he's not, he's not, I don't like it. Like I said, it's it's been a trend. You know, sometimes you're going to get a little skeptical what happened last year. You don't want this to be what it was last year. And, you know, obviously we, obviously you have a scapegoat, and that's Kyrie Irving. And we'll get into that later on in the show. I, I, I normally do not want to talk about Kyrie Irving because I said that a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago way back. I was like, all right, I'm not going to talk about Kyrie Irving. But he said something. Well, he's had a series of things that he said that have been extremely dumb. Like especially today in this in this day, he said something really shocking to me, and I'm gonna get into that later on, probably in the second segment. But back to what I'm talking about, the Celtics. I just feel, um, like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to really, you know, truly get in get in, um, truly try to like really burn this team or try to just give them some ridicule so that way even though they may not be listening to me but I who knows you know I I am around the web so who knows who could be listening to me at any moment of time but I just feel like sometimes this team can kind of get off you know easy because there's no one really criticizing them there's no one really they're not the main focus on local talk shows yeah, you, they might get a segment here and there, but it's not like it's like if I go to New York right now and I listen to the local talk shows, who knows? I mean, I don't know what they're listening to. I mean, I don't, but I, I, I would say because New York is more, um, they love basketball in New York. It's more of a, a top sport compared to other sports. That and baseball, I would say those are the two top sports and then football. So, you know, the Nets and Knicks are definitely going to be something they'll talk about, especially next year. It's going to be probably their main focus next year when, when Kevin Durant comes in 
for, for the Brooklyn Nets next year. I think that'll be the main focus. Who knows what the Knicks will do? I mean, they're a laughing stock next year. I mean, they'll just make fun of the Knicks and talk about the Nets most of, most of the time. That'll be the main, their main focus of most of their shows because basketball is pretty much their, you know, you know, they call it, you know, the Mecca and all, you know, just it's just it's just part of the daily daily life of it's like, you know, like I said, certain sports in certain states are they're more popular in certain states, mainly because of the demographics and stuff like that. And that can have a lot to do with it, why it could be popular in certain states. So I'm not going to really get into all those details like I'm not going to really go down with the senses and stuff like that and race and all. I'm not going to get into that. That's something that I just can't get. In. I don't like to get into politics. I don't like to politic about anything. I just want to just stick with the sports and everything. But yeah, like just I'm going to just do my part and just like, you know, really find a way to um, you know, like bring out I don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the w- right words, but just try to like bring out uh, the, you know, try to do what the local stations don't do. This is the main focus on my podcast. I focus on basketball, and main my main focus is the Celtics. I usually start off with the Celtics almost every show because that is you know my favorite team, and so I like to f- start out with that. So I would just have to say January has been a flat out disappointment. I've been. Very disappointed with the effort. I felt like there's been games, but I felt like they've. Um, I'm trying to put out a fair word, but I would just say like they've. They didn't show no effort at all. Like I mean, I wouldn't say no. I don't want to say no effort. I, let me be a bit strong, but I just feel like maybe the focus wasn't there and. And that translates into the effort. It translates into their ball movement and how they're playing their game. And there's a lot of one-on-one basketball. There's a lot of um, shot making, shot taking that just isn't is ill-advised. Like they're taking ill-advised shots. They're taking terrible shots. They're not really playing with their heads up. You know, uh, you know, they're not playing with their heads out there. I feel like. Uh, in November, maybe early December, they're playing their best basketball. You know, at times, obviously, they had those slow starts, but I thought they were brilliant in the second half. It made up for it, particularly Kimmel Walker. I thought Kimmel Walker bailed him out of a lot of games. You haven't seen that much of that in January. You know, obviously, you know, Kim has been up and down. He's been going through some injuries and whatnot and sicknesses. He just came back from the flu. He was out for a good while. Now he had a sore knee, but he's probable for this game. Jalen Brown is also probable with his injury. He had a little uh, sprained thumb a couple games ago. So they're both probable. Anthony Davis, by the way, is also probable with uh, um, with his bad back. So everyone's a full goal today. So I don't think, I mean, no excuses at this point. The only one that's uh, that's still out is Robert Williams, which I feel like he's been missed. I feel like he definitely gives you a... Uh, an edge on the defensive end at times. I still uh, can't forget the game that he had against San Antonio. That is pretty much a glimpse of what he could be. I mean, he hasn't been able to put it all together, but like I said, he's definitely been missed on the defensive end. And I think the def- defense has definitely slipped 
as well. I think it's slipped a lot since since the beginning of December. Or I mean, the last time they really played a really complete game was the Toronto game, and obviously that's still an asterisk because pa- Pasco Sakiam didn't play in that game. So I don't know, man. I just think they got to be better than this. I, I mean, for a team that started out the way they did, they only had what five losses in the first. 25 games and they've lost like in the past I mean roughly the past 20 games 25 games they've lost like 10 games and they think they only I think they've only won like about 14 something like that like it's like it's something like drastic where they started out so well and now they just hit a complete lull so and you could say you could say you could make excuses and say like I said that's the thing you can't really make excuses because everyone else is going through injuries, everyone else is going through the schedule, everyone has a rough patch in their schedule, and yet they're still finding a way to win games. Milwaukee Bucks is doing well, um, like it's it's gonna be a dogfight. I mean, this is a big week for the Celtics, man. They got a couple of games that are definitely winnable. Obviously, this game tonight is gonna be tough. But let's see if they can compete out there, at least compete out there. It seems like these past couple games, they're not competing. They lose to the Phoenix Suns uh, last game. Devin Booker, one of the most efficient scorers in the NBA. I believe he deserves to be an all-star. I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to get into that as well before I, you know, move on to the second segment. You know, what are my all-star starters? The all-star starters will be announced this Thursday, by the way, on TNT, so... Uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. I believe that will be at, you know, usually the po- uh, the pregame show will have it probably around 7 o'clock before the 8 o'clock game. So stay tuned for that. Get to see the all-star starters. But, yeah, like, I would say, like, yeah, the Celtics got to be better this week. This is the week where they got to get things going. They got to get on track. They got to stop being lethargic, having slow starts. Their offense has got to play more, more purpose. They can't have Grant Williams take jump shots. Like, they're not going to win games if Grant Williams is taking multiple jump shots. That's what I've seen in one of the games. And I was, I was, I was, I was furious. It was one of, I think it was the bus game where Gordon Hayward was passing up numerous shots. By the way, in that game, he was one for 10. So, like, I get it, but, you know, he was never, like, engaged in the game. Like, he was really just a spot-up shooter. And we're hearing all these reports that his foot is not 100%. And I, I don't care. You, if you're playing out there, you need to give it your all no matter what. You need to play your game. There's no changing your game just because you're you're not 100%. If you're not 100%, don't play. Let someone else that, that can you know, give his 100% play. And I just think, I just need to see the more effort. I need to see a more of a gritty mindset with this team. Like, if they're going to be a, a, a soft basketball team, then I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of that. Or I don't want to cover a team that I'll, I'll if, if it gets to that point and they become a team that was like last year, I'm not going to even want to start this. I'm not even going to lead the show off with the Celtics anymore. I'll lead, I'll lead off with high school basketball far as I know, I don't, I don't care. I'll lead off with high school basketball. Like, I feel like high school basketball is, you know, interesting. Not everyone will agree with me, but I, 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 I wouldn't mind leading off with a top game in high school that week. 
or a top game in college basketball that week. And just, you know, March Madness is right around the corner. So, I mean, it that will, it will get very, very interesting once, you know, February comes around and those, you know, big games come, you know, come in course for college basketball. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to lead off with the Celtics if they're going to continue to play like crap like this. And it's just, I just think they, they got to get it together. This is, this is, it starts today. It starts today for the Celtics. They got to get it together. Everyone's fairly healthy. It's a, a full roster. They also called up Carson Edwards from, from the G League. Hopefully Carson Edwards can get himself going. I've been high on him. I'm hoping that Brad has a plan for him. He's a guy that can be an electric scorer if he can get him going, if he can get himself out of his head and get his confidence up. Because really that's all it is. I did say the game is, you know, it's it was a bit too fast for him. Like any other Ricky, it was a bit too fast for him. I feel like... A lot of guys are get, get hitting that Ricky uh, Ricky wall. Grant Williams is hitting that Ricky wall right now. He's you know he wasn't playing with the purpose defensively that he was playing a couple a couple months ago. I mean I've noticed that his energy isn't there like it was you know beginning of the year. So he's hitting that Ricky wall. Uh, Romeo Langford hasn't really had an opportunity. Um, Tremont Waters, you know some you know. People are starting to understand his, you know, his, his, um, basically his tendencies. This is the time where teams start to understand your tendencies. So how do you respond to, you know, these teams that know the scouting report, know what you're, that you like to go left, you like to go right at certain spots of the floor. How are you going to, how are you going to combat that? So that way you could be successful and get yourself W's instead of losses end of the day. So this is this is this is gut check time for the Celtics. Um, I looked, I just looked at the standings. Right now they're at number four. Right now, they were number two what a week ago, and now they're number four because now the Sixers are playing good basketball. Now the Pacers are playing good basketball. The Raptors just got Pascal Sakian back. They had a nice performance today. They were able to beat the Hawks on the road. Sixers played extremely good basketball today. They beat the Nets. Ben Simmons had a triple-double, 30, 12, and 12. Like, t- these teams are not playing around. Like, it's it's gut-check time for the Celtics. Otherwise, they'll fall right out of probably, you know, home court advantage pretty easily. They're only, like, a game or two away from the, you know, the six-seeded Sixers from gaining that fourth spot back. And, you know, I'm, I mean, they haven't fell. They've been at number two for a while now because of the great start. But they could fall to number six if they don't get it going, man. They, if they don't have a big week this week and take advantage of some of these, you know, you know, below 500 teams or, you know, just above, just at 500 teams. I mean, they got the Grizzlies this week. They got the Pelicans this week. So those are must wins. They got to win those games. Like, there's no no excuses at this point. There's no excuses at this point. They have to win this game, and it starts today against the Lakers. They got to play a good performance. They got to compete out there. They got to compete out there. It's gut check time right now. But let's move on. Um, all right, so for the all-star starters, I feel like it's pretty much set in stone right now. I'm putting – you can bet on it. I think this is what it's going to be. I've been looking at all the – um. 
the all-star voting results, the third return just came out a couple days ago over the weekend. Um, I feel like this is set in stone what it's going to be. I mean, I, I mean, this there's a few of them that I'm like, all right, come on. Kyrie Urban, like he barely played like what? And he's already out again. What if, you know, local station jokes around and says he has fake injuries. Um, one of the guys that, uh, that, one of the guys on 98.5 be saying he has a fake injury, this, that. Kyrie Irving's just, I don't know. I think he's full of crap. I just think he's hes a diva, and he just likes to run his mouth, and it, it, never, it, never, it, never, it never works out for him. He tries to run his mouth, and like I said, we'll get into that in the second segment. I just said, I thought what he said today was crazy, but let's focus on the all-star starters. All right, to start off for the East, you got Joel Embiid. Obviously, that's an easy one. The only thing with that is that Joel Embiid is hurt right now. Who knows if he's actually going to be. Um, but I think we're, we're just going to look at, like, he'll he'll be voted in. So we're just going to look at who will be voted in. We'll worry about that next week um, with the reserves and stuff. I'll give you my picks for the reserves next week. But far as I know, all-star starters, Joel Embiid, it will be the center for the East. Um, for, for the two forwards, you got Giannis onto the Kupo. Um, the other forward, you got Pascal Sakiam that just got back from his injury, so he should be ready to play. He should be healthy for the, for the all-star game. He's having an unbelievable season. He deserves it. I believe this is his first all-star uh, appearance. If he gets it, most likely he will. Um, unfortunately, Kyrie Irving... Uh, is second in all-star voting um, amongst the guards, so he he will have to get the uh, he will have to get voted in for sure. And then Trey Young will be the other guard, in which Trey Young's having a great season. This will be his first all-star appearance. Now for the West, Anthony Davis just came back from his injury. He'll be the center in the West. The two fourth spots, you probably got LeBron James. The other four spot, you probably got Kawhi Leonard. That's those are pretty, pretty obvious, man. Those those, I mean, the, if you like had to do this at the beginning of the year, you probably was gonna think those would be your three guys in that front court, without a doubt. Just coming into the year, like that was what it was gonna be. There's really no surprise with that one. And then with the two guard positions, you got James Harden, which is having a historic season, almost averaging 40 points a game. And then you get the guard, Luka Doncic. So, you get those two guards. I think Luka Doncic is having a magical season. This will be his first appearance as an all-star. So, you got a couple of first-timers that are already starters. So, that's that's impressive. Look at the leaps that they they went through. J- Trey Young has made a huge leap from his rookie year. Luka Doncic has made a huge leap from his rookie year. Pascal Sakim is in his third, I believe his third or possibly fourth year. So... Those are young players that are going to, you know, be young stars in this league. So, I mean, those are those are good players, man. You got you got to got to I mean, keep an I mean, keep an eye on that on Thursday. I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. Um I they wrote down some notes like with the Sakium injury, but yes, yeah, Basakium is back. So, 
Possibly Jimmy Butler could have gotten that spot if Sakim didn't come back, but I think Jimmy Butler will probably easily be a reserve. He's having a great season with the Miami Heat. Miami Heat's had an unbelievable season so far, and Jimmy Butler's been a big part of that. And then obviously Anthony Davis coming back, that that erases that. He's definitely going to be a starter as he's coming back tonight to play the Celtics. So Jokic and Gobert will probably easily be reserves. So like I said, we'll give it to the rest of the reserves next week. Um, we'll also get the reserves, and then we'll also get potential snubs as well. So, and obviously, these are not official. These are, these are just my picks, what I think was going to happen on Thursday. You know, you can hit me up on my email if I, if I get it right or get it wrong. Rimsandnetsdoc, oh, excuse me, not Rimsandnetsdoc.com. My email is um, Rimsandnetscontent. Let me spell it out, R-I-M-S. Double N E T S content at yahoo.com. So if you want to email me, you have show ideas, want to be, I don't know, just any anything, you know, want to criticize me for anything that I, I think I got wrong or whatever, you're free to message me anytime on the email. Also, check out my website, rimsandnets.com, R I M S. Double N E T S dot com. So go visit it. Um, uh, like I, I, I'm, I definitely apologize. I haven't been able to precisely get my weekend. I mean, my, you know, up to date. Um, because basically, I, I have I have pages that show like the. Top games this week for, you know, high school, college, basketball, NBA. Haven't been able to do it on Sunday. I've been trying to, you know, try to make a routine and get it done on Sunday, but I've been behind with everything. also want to get some articles out. I'd like to put out an article on the Spalding Hoop Hall, which just resulted today. That was um, very fun uh, to see that. I wasn't able to catch the games, but I will get into that in the second segment, but... But I do have some, um, do have some scores from those games. Um, I will get into, you know, all the players, the top players that played in those games. Hopefully, get into the Saturday results as well. East Catholic played in that tournament as well. Well, it's not really a tournament, but it's like um, it's basically a series of games. Pretty much the top teams in the in the entire country played today. Um, you, you seen Sierra Cannon, LeBron James was there to see his son, um, Bronny, Bronny James, um, Darius, Darius Wade, um, D Wade's son, um, Zaire Wade plays on that same team. Um, they lost, I believe they lost 70 to 62 to I believe the team is Paul the sixth. So I was somewhat of an upset. But they're, 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 that team was pretty highly ranked, too. So all the teams that played today were all ranked in the top 25 in the, you know, in the nation in high school rankings. According to all the, like, the big you know, high school rankings, max preps, and all those other high school rankings that have those teams ranked um, that are ranked that highly. So I think I probably 
seen like maybe a small portion of the um the last game of that day was um one of the top players, Cade Cunningham, played. I think is uh, Monte Verde. I think I'm pronouncing it right. I think they're the number one team in the country, so they played the last game. So um, yeah, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get into that in the next segment. Give you some stats, give you some um, scores for the whole weekend. So it was definitely a a, a fun tournament to watch. Um, just read an article that said that it was probably the um, the most sold. I mean, it sold out literally a week before. Um, the it never happened. That's never happened. The 19 uh, year history of that um, Spalding Hoopal Classic that has been able to sold out that quickly. So it was sold out. Mainly the main attraction, obviously LeBron James being there with his son. Obviously that's the main. It, it worked. That worked out perfectly. That LeBron's playing the Celtics on the same weekend that his son is in Springfield. That that I mean that was. If I had to see, if that ain't God, I don't know what is. That's that had to be the grace of God. Like for that to happen, what is what a coincidence that you'd be playing the Celtics the same weekend that your son would be playing high school basketball tournament in in Springfield. That really worked out, unless like LeBron James decided to tell the school like, oh, I want my son to play the same weekend, and I'm playing the Celtics. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how with the schedule makers. I don't know what they how they handle that in high school, but, you know, but I just thought that was really weird that that happened, that worked out so perfectly for him, but nevertheless, um, yeah, we'll get into that in the second segment, all right, so we'll be right back, you listen to the Rims and S podcast, your host Rob Morris, we'll be right back with the second segment. 